0: Thank you, Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We thank you for being tuned in today. May the Lord bless you as we study His Word. Now, today, let's take our Bible and go to the book of Luke, the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 15, a uh, very familiar scripture. And I want today to look at uh, a thought that's on my heart for the message today. Luke 15, and we'll look, read one verse, and that's verse number 22. But the Father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat, and be merry. For this my son was dead, and is alive again. He was lost, and is found, and they began to be married. Now, today from these verses, and I know this is a very familiar scripture regarding the prodigal son, but today I want to focus upon the ministry of our Heavenly Father. Now, we find here in these verses uh, that this is a parable, uh, the Bible tells us in verse number 3, and he spake this parable unto them, saying... Now, a parable is an earthly story, an earthly illustration with a heavenly message. And here it talks about the lost sheep, the lost silver, and then the lost son. But today we're emphasizing that of the father. Not much said about the father. But here we find a pattern for earthly fathers. We know here in these verses that the father had Two sons, that was the younger son of verse 12, he said, uh, the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that fall to me, and he divided unto them his living. So the younger son uh, of this father, he chose the pleasures of sin, and that parallels with verse 1, that of the publicans and sinners, the Bible said, Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. But verse 25 tells us about another son, the elder. Now his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. So the elder son, he chose the pride of self. All right, he parallels with verse 2, uh, there he said, and the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, "So there's a parallel between the younger son who chose the pleasures of sin, the elder son who chose the pride of self, but because this father was what he was, uh, the prodigal eventually became what he should be." Now, first of all, I want us to notice here. Uh, regarding this father in verses 12 through 18, we're going to note that uh, this father was approachable. Uh, he could be approached. Uh, now notice here, uh, he said in verse number 12, And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. So we find here now, first of all, let me say a word about the family history. Uh, we know nothing about his mother, and this is just mere speculation. Was his mother dead? Uh, had she died at the giving birth of this younger son? We, we don't know. Nothing is said in the Scripture about it, so it's, it would be just speculation. But it is something to think about, that the mother is not mentioned here in this parable we do know that this father was a wealthy man. Verse 17 tells us, said, uh, How many hired servants? Plural, he had more than one servant. He had servants. How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? But well, then we see not only the family history, but here we see the prodigal's dreams. Verse 13, the Bible tells us, and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. So here, here was his desire. Here was his uh, goal, it, his dreams. Uh, he, his dreams were that of the far country. Now, we do not know why he chose and wanted to go to the far country. Uh, some might have, but he did approach his father and said to his father, I want you to give me the portion of goods that follow to me. But I'm talking about the father being approachable. Some might have just uh, run off during the night without approaching the father. Some might have asked someone else to go and intercede for them with the father on their behalf. But no, here the, the prodigal knew that he could approach his father. He, his, the, he approaches, he, he knew that he ha, could have an audience with his father. Well, just like the prodigal knew that his father was approachable, I'm glad that you and I have a heavenly father that is approachable. The Bible tells us in Matthew eleven twenty eight. Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hebrews 4 and verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The Bible says we have a high priest that can be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. And just like the prodigal's father was approachable, I'm glad we have an heavenly father that can be approached. First Peter 3 and verse 2, the Bible tells us that the eyes of the Lord upon the righteous and his ears are open to their cries. I'm, aren't you glad today that we have a heavenly Father that can be approached. We can come to him with any burden, any problem, any tear, any heartache, uh, any care. My friend, we are invited to come to him. Uh, This father was approachable from the pig pen. He said in verse 18, I will arise and go to my father. And maybe I'm talking with someone that you have been saved, uh, but you have drifted away, and maybe the far country uh, has allured you and drawn you uh, away from the father's house. But just like this prodigal's father He could approach him. Now, the Father didn't approve of his sin, and he never does. And our Father doesn't approve of our sin, but he was approachable. He said, I'll arise and go to my Father. And what he's saying, my friend, the Bible tells us, to you and I, if we confess our sins, that's what the prodigal was doing. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we have a heavenly Father that was approachable. This Father was approachable. Our heavenly Father, He can be approached. And I say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Not only was He approachable, but notice in verse 18, we see His association with heaven. He said, I will arise and go to my Father, and will say unto Him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and before thee. When he thought about heaven, then he thought about his Father. Notice, heaven and thee. He When he thought, I mean, the thoughts of heaven come in his mind, and at the same moment, the thought of his Father came in his mind. When he thought about his Father, the thought of heaven came in his mind. There was a, an association. There was a connection. He just thought about heaven. And when he was reminded of God... He was reminded of his Father. My friend, I'm glad that uh, what the Bible tells you and I, that when we pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then Jesus said in John 14 and verse 2, In my Father's house are many mansions. I'm glad here was his association With heaven, and I'm glad that we have a heavenly Father that uh, we and we can uh, associate with Him and fellowship with Him. In Ephesians three and verse fourteen, Paul said, "Uh, "For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named." Yes, friend, we have a heavenly father and we have and we can't approach him and that is the association he's seated at the right hand uh, of the father he and we have one mediator between god and man the man christ jesus oh yes there's the as association with heaven and then we notice thirdly his affection look at verse number 20 and he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Here we see the affection of the father. We, we see, first of all, there's the look of love, verse 20. when And he saw him. That lets me know he had been watching for him. He, he was the, the look of love that I believe every day the father looked down the path, uh, that the prodigal had trod leaving home and headed to the far country. I, I believe the father would look at that trail and look at that path, uh, that he trod and thinking maybe today, maybe today will be the day my son comes home and he, but he had been watching for him. That, that's the affection Uh, that he had. Then notice, not only had he been watching for him, but the Bible tells us in verse 20 that he ran uh, to meet him. He came, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him, had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck. He ran, uh, that was his son, and he ran to meet him. Charles Spurgeon said, The father may have been out of breath, but he was not out of love. Amen. And I'm glad we have a heavenly Father that has an affection for you and I. Here his son was returning. And, you know, we do not know the time span between the time the, the prodigal left and the prodigal returned. We do not know uh, the the amount of time. But thank, thank God uh, he's now returning and the, look at this, the father never forsook him. His son was returning, and time had made no difference. Amen. The smell of the swine made no difference. And can, can you imagine perhaps the the man that had the swine that, that he was working for, when the prodigal said, I'm going home, I'm going back to my father. And I could hear him say, why, look at you, look how you look at your clothes, Uh, get a good smell of yourself, and your father won't receive you, your father will have nothing to do with you, but I hear the prodigal say, oh, but you don't know my father, my friend, I want to tell you today, no matter how far you've gone, your heavenly father desires that you come back, and and here, the, he his son was returning. The rags made no difference. The empty pockets made no difference. He welcomed his son. He received his son joyfully. He received his son with compassion. He fell on his neck and kissed him. The kiss would, would suggest that of forgiveness. And I'm glad we have a heavenly father, uh, my friend. That's a, a parallel here to this prodigal's father, that cares about you and I, and he invites us uh, to come to him. And then, of course, His here's his assurance. He said, bring forth the best robe. Not some of those hand-me-downs, uh, but the best robe. He said, all that I have is thine. And then there is forgiveness. The Bible tells us we can draw near with full assurance. I'm glad that we have a Heavenly Father. And here we see this, uh, the ministry of our Heavenly Father. And I trust that you know Him today and that you've met Him and that you, my friend, can come to Him and, and express your desires, your burdens, and your cares with well, our time's gone. May the Lord bless you till next week.